Hi, everybody. Welcome back to What's the Point, the podcast from Trinity Lutheran Church in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. I'm Heather, and I've got some friends with me today. Hi, I'm Katie. And I'm Tom. With a super radio voice. Yeah, I was going to say. Hey-o. <laughs> He's into this already. Oh, so welcome back. We're in the midst of a series where we're talking about worship. Yes. Uh, so we'll get to that in a minute. But before we start, um, I'm looking out the window. It's sunny. I see like shadows, <laughs> right? Which Are you a ground dog? <laughs> Your office earlier, the windows open. Yeah. Oh, it was so nice in there. Oh, yeah. A little airflow, yeah. right? So like it's getting warmer. Okay, so I want to know what is like. What does that remind you? Of? What's something you're looking forward to? This is like, where it's like this is starting to get to be normal and not just mm-hmm. like a whoa. This is creepy that it's so warm. Like mm-hmm. this is real. So what are we looking forward to? I'm looking forward to going camping. Um, I have at least one, possibly two trips planned in uh, June. Mm. Uh huh. And then I think my family, we're all going to try to go together at least once or twice this summer. And then um, Jake and I will probably just go on our own again in August and whatever. Do you camp in a tent or camper? We camp in a tent. That's brave of you. It's, it's true camping. Yeah. No, it's That's great. Impressive. It's great. It's, we have a, I will say though, we're a little bit bougie in the sense of we have a really big tent. Hmm. Um, but it's because, so it's you need more the, room for activities, right? Well, it, and it's the two of us, but then because we bring our dog and especially when we started off bringing him camping, we would put his kennel up and we have just an obnoxiously huge kennel for the size that he is. <laughs> so you put um, the kennel in the tent? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then he would okay. sleep in the kennel, but, okay. but, um, now I think we could get away with just bringing his bed and he'll be fine um although what kind of dog is he uh he's a mutt okay yeah he's like 50 pounds roughly oh, okay yeah so i think we could get away with just bringing his bed and putting it at like on the ground by our bed and he'd be totally fine um but there's there is a lot of extra space in there and we didn't realize that there was going to be so much when we bought it so now we're just like well, <laughs> here's okay. the living room. Right, here's the kitchen. <laughs> Pretty much. So it's like a Hogwarts tent when they're doing the Quidditch bit. <gasps> yeah, it really is. That's Ooh. so cool. We went. My family went camping last year, and I told my mom and my brother, my oldest brother, I said, um, "So we have a holy heck ton of space in our tent. So if you don't want to buy or like pay for mm-hmm. three mm-hmm. campsites, um, you could just everybody pay for could fit in your much, tent. Pretty much, Perfect. except." So so Jake and I, we're very simple. We like our tent. My dad, on the other hand, oh my gosh, that man cannot go out, go without his air conditioning. So they have a camper that like has the air conditioning in it. And he goes to take naps in his air conditioned camper probably two or three times a day. Mm-hmm. And I just, it's all the rest of us are sitting outside like, what is he doing? Why? Why is he in there? Yeah, he's which hibernating. Is great, do, but like I'm not a camper, so that's that like fair. I would do that. That's I, fair. I enjoy air conditioning. That's fair. I like camping. Oh, well. Let me make a fire. Let me pitch a tent. Let me go fishing. Oh, I'm also very excited for fishing. Yeah, 
But yeah, that's what we plan on doing. We're just going to go camping a bunch. It sounds like a blast. It will be. Awesome. Yeah. What about you? No, you have to go next because I don't have an answer yet. I'm still thinking. Uh, You know, I guess I I really just want to get my patio set up. I know I should have gotten my patio set up a lot sooner. Like, the stuff is out there, but Mm -hmm. it's not the patio yet. Yeah. I loved, well, I shouldn't say I loved. Uh, I really enjoyed working outside when folks were working from home. Mm. That was really nice to do. And even here at church, like working outside on the, in the courtyard is nice, but it's just so sunny. Yeah. Yeah. My uh, tender scalp burns quite easily. Mm. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so yeah, I'd like to be able to set that up and utilize that more often of working from home. Um, But also like this is the year when uh, I need to do like some big dad things like get the training wheels off. (gasps) Oh, yeah. Need to do more lemonade stands. Sure. Need to like. Oh my gosh. Tell me when you're going to have lemonade. I will totally come spend like at least a dollar. Perf. (laughs) I mean, your kids are like primetime summer play outside. Oh, yeah. Yes. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's lovely. Um, But uh, yeah, we need to get the backyard in full in full get up so that we can just sit and enjoy the children running mm-hmm. around because right now there's just stuff. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. my that's another one of my goals this summer too is we don't have like a true patio, but we do have a three season porch and then um our landlord like slapped some tiles onto the ground, I think at one point to call it a patio. Cute. Uh, sure. <laughs> um, we're not, I don't, I'm not convinced they're really outside tiles, but they're there. Um, but then Don here, um, last week, he uh, brings in this box of like the rope lights, you know? Yeah. Um, he just brought in a box of those to the food pantry and I happened to be in there and he's like, do any of you have any interest what? in this? And it's like, it's a bunch of rope lights. And I looked at it and I was like, um, if you guys don't want it, I will happily take it because this is what nice. I want for a little patio three season porch kind of nice. deal. So I get to put those up. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. Stoked about it. I know. I know. Sounds lovely. I So I was also going to talk about my, my porch. Um, and I keep looking at these lights, right? But I also really hate bugs oh yeah and so then i'm like well when would i use the lights because it's hard to be out there after dark Mm -hmm. because that's when the bugs are out and then if you add lights then there's even more so i have issues really my my dream is to have a screened in porch yeah um that's no we'll see if that ever happens but yeah we just got some new patio furniture and i got um i was at aldi the other day and they have they got poofs yeah like outdoor poofs yeah because my new with my new patio furniture i'm like oh if i'm gonna sit here and read i need to be able to put my feet up so i got an aldi poof and it's perfect so to sit out on my porch with like a beverage either in the morning or evening and a book and like that that is yeah that sounds really nice that's what i need the sunshine for that does sound nice Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. yeah so anyway um let's talk about worship yeah okay we uh we already did an episode where we kind of talked about liturgy Mm -hmm. and i don't know whatever that first one was about yeah and then and then we did an episode about sermons 
sort of, and baby got back. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, and next week, we're going to have a special guest come on to talk to us about music, music. in yeah. worship. So that's exciting to have a guest. Mm-hmm. So what does that leave? What else are we talking about with worship? Well, I was kind of hoping we'd talk about some of the, I guess I would call it seemingly random stuff yeah. that we have in worship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Miscellaneous. <laughs> that's exactly it. Miscellaneous. Uh, so like here at Trinity, we have every fifth Sunday, we have a healing rite, which was f- completely foreign to me. Like I've done that once or twice, but to have it as a regular mm-hmm. A regularly scheduled event was like, whoa, that's kind of weird. I've only usually done that in a hospital setting or something like that. Oh. Uh, but then I got to thinking like, well, we also have like blessings for a bunch of random things. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, like we do. Backpacks. Backpacks. We bless them. Mm-hmm. We bless them. We certainly do. Uh, some people uh, bless like hunters. on yeah. uh opening weekend oh and some pastors will even wear like a blaze orange stole Mm -hmm. big big mood interesting (laughs) yeah does that not happen here that that doesn't happen here trinity hasn't done it trinity i've never seen that y'all are missing out i did a good time i did a blessing of the fishing rods uh (gasps) one summer oh that's cool so got like all the kids together to bring their fishing rods to church and then they went fishing together it's really cute um, you got my favorite blessing of the pets or animals or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We're doing that this summer and I'm stoked I get to do it. Was that supposed to be a secret? I don't know. <laughs> Looks Katie, like Katie just broke the news. Snakes out of the bag. Ha <laughs> ha. Gross. Katie's bringing her snake I am. whisper. So everybody else should bring all uh, of their animals to the you should. July's Trinity's July praise in the park is it the 23rd yes sounds all right yeah. okay so july 23 we'll have a blessing of pets so bring yeah. your dogs bring your cats maybe a donkey oh my gosh somebody please bring <gasps> little a sebastian or a cow <gasps> there oh, were horses cows. at trinity yesterday i know a pony ride. Mm-hmm. yeah get a, a pony to come get blessed that, that would so be cool. cool maybe it'll but... turn into a unicorn then fingers crossed <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> so anyways, super random stuff that gets blessed or mm-hmm. that we ritualize in worship. And I just thought we'd explore that. So like what are are there any other random things that come to mind? Like random worshipy kind of things? Yeah, that we might bless or sanctify well, in some way. Well, I always think it's interesting when we have installations. I was going to say that too. Like we install, as a part of worship, we install council members, we install teachers, we install home communion visitors. Um, I wonder, it's not, I suppose it would be a blessing, like we'll have, um, say before a mission trip, we'll Mm -hmm. send them Mm -hmm. off with, it's probably more of a blessing than an installation. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So those are all kind of interesting Mm add-ons yeah and it's and it it, we set it apart right because it's not just like mentioned when we have intercessory prayers or prayers of the people or prayers Mm -hmm. of the church Mm -hmm. with that kind of call and response format it's they're not just lumped into that sort of setting we set it apart to Mm -hmm. lift them up Mm -hmm. a little bit um and i'm not sure that we are trying to 
Oh, gosh. Approach it with some sort of superstition, like, they can't go on a mission trip unless they're blessed. <laughs> right? <laughs> Heaven forbid. You know? But I, th- I think it's just a way uh, to... No, just like the communal um, recognition and blessing and praying for uh, a group set apart or at least lifted up on a particular day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not like we're trying to, I don't know, say they're better than others or anything like that. It's just a special recognition. I don't know if that's right so, or wrong. So it seems like some of these things are like blessings of inanimate objects. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Like backpacks or fishing rods and some of them are more like blessing of people who are doing a particular thing, whether it's fishing or hunting or, right, or bringing home communion yeah. or teaching yeah. or whatever. Uh, but I'm curious, like, how do those worship services get put together? Like, are there like official liturgies for like blessing hunters or do you just like make it up? The Google. I, I I mean, I literally, uh, whenever I've done something like that, I usually ask pastors I know that have done it, mm-hmm. and they'll send me their stuff or point me in the right direction. But I haven't seen, like, official liturgy for So in your, like, nerdy, or... nerdy how-to-do-worship books <laughs> that I you have bring. in your office, which, uh-huh. oh, you didn't bring with you. Um, so, the, like, they don't have, like, here are all the special, special blessings or rights or something that you can add in you know so the the super nerdy very technical playbook that i have is for the lutheran book of worship which i think was released oh gosh it's the green one i can't remember when it was released in the 80s okay right because wasn't that like when the elca kind of formed yeah. mm-hmm. then that yeah. was kind of so i think it was 78 because i something's okay. telling me so because that the missouri good. synod was a part of it, oh, right. but then That's when the, the ELCA again, they were like, mm, "Nothing, some yeah. good." Anywho, uh, so they were very technical on what should be in a worship service and okay. how to act and perform. Like, okay, Katie, you're gonna you're gonna laugh about oh, this. Oh gosh. Okay, please tell me you're gonna <clears throat> tell the story that we just talked about before this. Okay. Well, maybe I don't know. An, al- okay. an altar space. Yeah. Must be square or rectangular. Why? Well, yeah. What are the theological reasons? That was the question I had. Yep, and I started giggling because the reason was pretty much (laughs) it's really hard to put cloth over a circular object. Stop it. (laughs) No, that's... Oh my god! Uh-huh. Literally, oh my god. that, that like is, there was pictures, uh-huh. there were pictures in this book. How to but, properly do communion with arrows and like <laughs> that is how hilarious. to direct people down the aisles. That's amazing. What? I want to look that, at this book. That's not in which book is that in? That's not in the Lutheran handbook, is it? No. No, 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 no. not the the confirmation, like, satirical thing. No. Okay. No, this this was, like, the manual for worship? Yeah. Something like that? Stop it. So anytime there's a hymnal, there's a leader copy or something that pairs with it so that leaders can have a little more depth to it. So that was with the Green Book with uh, Cranberry, Mm -hmm. the Evangelical Lutheran worship. Very different approach. A lot more meat to it, but not as much technical stuff which gets to oh andy root's neoliberal gosh. discussion of how worship has evolved and been influenced oh by that since the 80s yeah. heather day. might have just listened to the podcast last night that was a little good old andy root. Oh. Mm. 
but the all creation sings uh and with one voice those two have accompanying leader copies sure that dive a little deeper that's so, hilarious so yeah there's there's not a whole lot but like i'm just farting around on the elca website right now as one does uh-huh. Uh-huh. and like they have a blessing of graduates uh as oh, a as okay. an example yeah. but they talk about how to incorporate uh mother's day or father's day or memorial day uh into a worship service while being sensitive to the fact like okay well maybe mm-hmm. some people aren't parents or have a an estranged relationship and right. how are veteran like all these sorts of things right. so it's a much more nuanced view these days i think as to how we incorporate all the miscellaneous items right so it just makes me wonder like we're going from this like 1978 like here's how you know you need to have your rectangular mm-hmm. altar and here's the picture of how high you should lift your hands when you're you know leading worship Stop for different this. parts and, and how to uh, like have the holy spirit summoned <laughs> sorry it wasn't that bad <laughs> but basically uh, right so like all these really technical things so that um no matter which church you go to yeah they're like pretty much the same like you always know what you're what's happening you right. always know like what to expect and what it's going to look like but now it sounds like with the elw it's more about the content and less about the the how the yeah more about the what yeah yeah, yeah. Than, the than the how so like how does i wonder how it just makes me wonder like okay if you were to go back to say the 70s or 80s when maybe it was more standardized mm-hmm. like would you have fewer blessings of the backpacks blessings of the animals like Right. Some of this stuff, like, oh. I wonder, is that newer? Like, are are we finding that, like, there's a little more freedom in how, right. what worship looks like in 2023 compared to 50 years ago? I mean, here's my thought with that. Justin Martyr, our, our boy Justin Martyr, you oh know, from however, what, 2000 years ago? Jesus time? I don't know. Anyway, after he, Jesus time, well, probably. probably I don't. I would anyway, anyway, um, where was I going with this? Oh, he he would probably say like, nah, you're probably you're still good because you got these, you know, four elements. Oh right, whatever yeah. makes worship. Yeah. yeah, gathering. Yeah, word, meal, meal, sending. sending. And everything else is just bonus. Uh-huh. Yeah. So throw in all the bonus that you want. Right. Hey, Heather, you were talking about a super fun Lutheran concept the other day. Oh, gosh. What was I talking about? <laughs> Adiaphora. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Yes. Oh, yeah. I Say more. did not know that, what that was. Right. Okay. So we said that word and Katie's like, huh? Yeah. Uh, Adiaphora. Okay. So there are some things that like are required, right? Like like these four things that Justin Martyr talked about, like these maybe are the things that are required in order for something to be official or real or whatever. And then there's all this other stuff that like, it doesn't really matter. Like, and that is called adiaphora, mm-hmm. which probably comes from some language that Tom knows. I believe it's Latin. That makes sense. Of course it's Latin. Right. So that's just hey, like Siri. a super churchy <laughs> word that gets used sometimes where it's like, um, you know, somebody might ask a question like, is it okay for pastors to wear a stole without wearing the white robe, the alb Ooh. underneath? And like, you'll oh. get people who have very strong feelings, especially on the internet, 
um, about the answer to that, but like right. maybe actually it's like meh, adiaphora. Like, yeah. Oh. So it's Greek actually, and it means indifferent. Oh. Indifferent. Okay. Right? Like, mm. sure. Yeah. It may add value, it may not. Mm. You oh, get yeah. to decide that. Like, yeah. But here's what bugs just... me and looking around, making sure no one's listening, <laughs> except for you <laughs> and us three. Sometimes people put those adiaphora things on a pedestal. Mm. Mm. Oh, my mm. goodness. Like a monument? Like, don't change this. This is, yes. this oh, is the yeah, important yeah, yeah. stuff? Like the, the proverbial sacred cows. Like, mm. right. man. I mean, cows should always be up on a pedestal because <laughs> cows. <laughs> Eat more chicken, says Chick-fil-A. Um, no, but like... What I, okay, mm. so um, some congregations do not practice communion during Lent. Mm-hmm. Yep. They just don't because we are fasting. Mm. We must fast mm-hmm. from this sacrament as well. There is nothing in the Bible that talks about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yet people live and die by that in certain congregations and i just don't get it like mm-hmm. if anything during this time i need a, a little bit more right. uh more jesus well, yeah. a little more jesus please mm-hmm. yeah so yeah there are just weird things that people like huh will literally like die for and i, yeah. I just don't make get them it. sacred right uh-huh interesting yeah and we all do it too yeah oh yeah even if you say you don't, you do. Uh-huh. Heather. I tend to have strong feelings about things. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. In fact, there was an email yesterday that I responded to and said, is this what we're doing? Because to <laughs> no one's surprise, I have feelings about this. Uh-huh. <laughs> that is yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there are definitely, I think it's easy to... Take your own experience or what you have, what you value in something, and say mm-hmm. like, "This is important, and it mm-hmm. needs to be important to everyone, and it needs to never ever change." Yeah, because I like it this way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, here's my question: What if, what if we like didn't do a backpack blessing? Is that something people would be so upset about? Mm-hmm. Like lifting up kids. It's really like we're just trying to bless kids before right. they go to school. Right. It's less of a backpack blessing. Right. And they get to take a cool keychain t- key with them yeah. and put yeah. it on their backpack. Right. right. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Or what happens if we don't... Have a church what picnic? Ha- mm. Sorry. What happens if we don't, like... What happens if we forget to install the council in right. worship? Right. Ooh. Then, like, are is that in the church constitution? That they have to be installed in worship? Right. Ooh. I don't I look. think so, but like... Okay, so here's another thing. Oh, sorry, we're going everywhere. Confirm, I, confirmation students are supposed to be brought before the council for approval. Yes. Oh. Confirm them on Sunday, and council meeting was the following Tuesday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that a for real thing? For real. Yeah. Like, according to what? The Constitution. Oh. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Breaking the rules. Invalid confirmation students for the past 50 <laughs> oh years. Yeah, right? 
Wow. But yeah, like some of the, I mean, even things, I mean, with, yeah, with confirmation, like confirmation kids wore robes this year, but they hadn't worn robes for the last couple of years, partly, you know, because of COVID and everything was messy. Mm -hmm. And like, some people have really strong feelings about that. Like you need to be in a white robe, whatever. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So how much of that stuff like actually matters? That's, it's funny that you say that because so when I was working in Bloomer, mm-hmm. instead of doing the stoles, um, we did prayer jars because, yeah, because Pastor Martin and I, Martin and I had talked, we had a long talk about are stoles the most reasonable thing to do? And on one hand, we were like, yeah, they're kind of fun, like they're kind of cool, whatever. And But I brought up the point of, but how much cooler would it be if the kids had something that they could take with them through life? So they, mm. I just had mason jars and all of the confirmation students got to come in and decorate them one day. And they would be um, set out, I think, maybe a couple weeks before the actual confirmation service so that people like in the congregation um, or whoever could, you know, write a little prayer and put it in there. I had like Mm. slips of paper and pens, whatever, so they could do that. And then they got to take them home um, with the hopes that, you know, this is something that they'll take with them, um, not only throughout high school, but hopefully into college, into later in life, whatever, whatever. And, but there were parents that had a very, strong opinion about that very strong feelings about it um and they were mad that we weren't doing robes or stoles because they weren't going the kids weren't going to look uniform and what if somebody was dressed down more than all the other kids and blah 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 yeah i mean there were there were serious strong feelings about it and i i remember just kind of looking at them and saying i'm sorry this is what we have decided to do and we've had, you know, good luck with it. Uh, the last, you know, year, the first year that we did it, people really enjoyed it. Um, the congregation really enjoyed it. So mm. this is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And some parents did not like that answer. Um, but at the end of the day, the kids were like, <laughs> the kids were the ones who were like, this is way more fun than doing those stupid stoles. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Lame. Love stoles. I so I'm pretty sure I still have my stole somewhere, maybe, but I couldn't tell you where. It's probably at my parents in storage. Okay, I'm I'm gonna bring up a really miscellaneous worship thing. Ooh, yes. Ooh, well, yes. not really miscellaneous, but um, something on a pedestal. That um, what about confirmation itself? Mm. Oh man! Right, like Lutheran too. Church. It's not actually a sacrament. Like, what if kids, like, is that a thing that's on a pedestal? Like, or is that a have to thing? There's churches that don't confirm their kids anymore. Mm -hmm. I mean, is that a have to? I don't know. Well, and then my thought with that, too, is I think (laughs) growing up for me, it was always a oh, you have to do this so you can be like an adult, a quote unquote adult Mm -hmm. in the church and, you know, be able to vote and whatever. But what if there's somebody who is never confirmed who's an adult? Like, are they still able to be a voting member? Why is is confirmation important? 
So other than here's, the education here's what I think. This is what this is what I'm reading off of Tom's face right yeah. now is that we need to have a whole other podcast episode about that. Oh, for sure. Okay. But, but yeah, I mean, it just makes you think like, wh- why do we keep, why do we keep some things and why do we like move on from other things and right. how do you decide what's the most important thing and what yeah. to include in worship and whatnot? And... Yeah. It's <clears throat> sorry. The whole confirmation bit. I'm, I'm, I'm stuck there right now. Uh, yeah, is it a rite of passage? Is it a sacrament? Is it? I mean, Lutherans would say no, it's not a sacrament, but in the Catholic Church, it is. Uh, yeah, I guess like what personal emphasis are you putting on it? Are you checking a box, or is this part mm-hmm. of your lifelong faith formation? I don't know. For a lot of kids, it's checking the box. For me, at that age. Check in the box. Mm-hmm. 100%. I hated every minute of confirmation. <laughs> well, and, but I think that's the other very interesting thing, too, is, again, going back to Bloomer, something that Martin would always ask parents, like, right away at confirmation orientation is, why, why are you here? Mm-hmm. And parents would be the ones to say, well, I, this is what I'm supposed to do. And he would challenge them and say, why? Mm -hmm. And parents oftentimes didn't have an answer. And so sometimes I wonder if for them, it's just checking a box and, you know, it's what they're supposed to do because it's what they grew up being told. Well, and I mean, so kind of, I'm, I'm going to try to bring us back to our original thought here about this, this episode of our podcast, um, thinking about all these blessings and rights Mm -hmm. and, um, so for them not to be able, to, for them to say like, well, this is what we always do. Yeah. Isn't necessarily a great reason mm-hmm. to continue to do something. But I think that some of the things that we always do without thinking about them, like they're not all bad. Right. Like it's not a bad thing no. to do. Like it's good to think about mm-hmm. why are they important? You know, like, okay, why would we bless backpacks? Like, okay, because we want kids to take something with them mm-hmm. and remember that God is always with them when mm-hmm. they're in school. You know, why would we bless pets? Like, well, because they're an important part of our family and, you mm-hmm. know, we, we value that. Um, so like, it's not a bad thing to have all these right miscellaneous random worship things. Right. Yeah. But it is good to think about it yeah. and to think about why we do it. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I think that's the important part. The why do we do it? Because each congregation is contextually different. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm just thinking even a church in Eau Claire versus a church in Fall Creek or Rock... Rock Falls? Rock Falls, yeah. like yeah. that's a place. Like 15 minutes away, but yeah. in a more rural setting. Sure. Where perhaps no one's heard of this, but like a Rogation Sunday, which is like a... <laughs> no? Okay. No, you said that word before. Yeah, and you I'm did. like, what? What is that? <sighs> I... I should stop talking sometimes. <laughs> no, no. Now you need to so explain the, yourself. It's more of like a, an, like a, an older practice of uh, more creation care, harvest, planting. Oh. oh. So in North Dakota, we uh, a congregation, oh, probably 40 miles away, Pastor Val, she was, she is awesome. They did a blessing of the tractors. So like everyone oh, brought yeah. their tractor to church. Yep. And they do tractor rides for little kids if they lived in town. 
but they would have a rogation Sunday. So it was a blessing of the tractors that would go out into the fields to plant. Mm-hmm. And then at harvest time, they would do that again. So, so it was, cool. Yeah. So it was yeah. a contextual way to tie in caring for creation, caring for neighbors with feeding people, all those sorts of things through yeah. a tractor, much like a backpack and a student. Yeah. So it seems like some of these things are ways to like make worship and church relevant for a lot of different mm. contexts. To make sacred meaning within real life. Boom. Mic Mic drop. drop. (laughs) And that's it. (laughs) I want to think about that more now. I I do have a question, and I am guessing it probably has a very obvious and easy answer. Um, But what is the difference between, like, a blessing, right? So just like a, like a backpack blessing for example right and the rite of affirmation of baptism like why is one a rite or like the a healing rite why is that a rite versus a blessing you know i don't know okay i i really don't uh but i'm sure they're similar sure in that in definition but i'm gonna have to get back to you okay um, I can let you know what the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops says. Oh. Because <laughs> I'm on my computer looking it up. As, um, as we can hear children crying as yep, they walk past I our know. preschool just got dismissed. <laughs> I don't know if folks at home can hear that. Life be hard for preschoolers. Oh, that's a good yeah. question. So I do not know, but I will get back to you. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Well, my friends... I feel like we have sufficiently talked in circles yes. about random worshipy things. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So I'm going to call it. We're, I'm, I'm going to call it for the day. Sweet. And yeah. But also sometimes worship feels kind of random. So yeah. this was fitting. Right? This is true. But yeah. it makes me want to think about like, oh, what, why do we do that? Yeah. Those things, those yeah. random things that we do. Like, this was a thought-provoking episode. Right? I wasn't expecting that coming in here today. But since we had a very loose idea of what we were going to talk about this today. This is true. That's right. Okay, but next time, <gasps> next time. I'm so excited. We're going to have a guest. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about music. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait. It's going to be great. So stay tuned. So, all right. We will see y'all later. Enjoy the warm weather. Bye.